Hello everybody and welcome back to The Big Deal. This is episode four and today we're kind of just doing a general friendship episode. Um, we figured Valentine's Day is coming up soon and I, f- I feel like a lot of times around Valentine's Day, friendships tend to get a little bit overlooked. But what people don't realize is that friendships are one of the most valuable relationships in our lives. So we kind of just wanted to, you know, in advance of maybe a relationship episode next week, we wanted to kind of touch on general ideas about friendship and like good traits in friendship, negative traits in friendship, things like that. So to start off, get us right in there. Um, what is your best trait in a friend, Olivia? My number one is somebody who makes me want to be a better person. They mm-hmm. inspire me to improve certain aspects of myself. And I do want them to push me to grow and be a better version of myself. Yeah, and I, I kind of feel like that stems from the idea that people always say, like, surround yourself with who you want to become, sort of. I feel or like it's I've like the that five before. people you're yeah. around most is makes up who you are. Yeah, and I think that's so true because whoever we're seeing, seeing most often is honestly who we're going to become. You're going to see those things, and it's going to influence you whether you know it or not to, um, you know, I guess... Conform. Conform. <laughs> the one time that conformity is sometimes okay mm-hmm. is when you're being inspired to be a better person. Yeah. But I also think that that, can, that support um, trait can go another way as well in, like, the direct support direction. That didn't really make any sense, but... Basically, Olivia said that her number one trait is when they inspire you to be a better person, but also when they support you and encourage you Mm -hmm. to improve yourself, not just by, like, leading by example, but also by, like, being there for you and showing that they support your passions and honestly just expecting a lot from you. Because I feel like sometimes as friends, we feel like we should cut each other slack and, you know, just always be kind to each other and be like, well, it's okay, like, there's always next time, and there is definitely a time and place for that, like, be nice to your friends, don't be mean to them, (laughs) but also know, like, know their capabilities, and know that they are capable of things, and encourage them to go after that. Like, don't let them settle for less, if you know they can do more, Mm -hmm. you know, you can't just let them make bad decisions, and be like, oh, okay, well, I'll support you, sometimes (laughs) support is also slapping them, and being like, what are you thinking? Maybe don't slap them. Alright, not physically slap, but like, mental, metaphorical slap. (laughs) We are not condoning violence. Yeah. Um, but, like, one of... I was thinking of one of my friends when I was writing this list, and they constantly... I don't even know if they know it or not, but they constantly are just, like, there for me and supporting me and encouraging me in my passions and encouraging me to, like, go and do great things. And I appreciate that so much because it just, A, it shows that they have an interest in you and that they actually care about you and your future, and B, it helps you because sometimes it's hard to support ourselves when nobody else around us is supporting us. Yeah. And my other... um quality trait I put was loyalty. I feel like that's not talked about enough in friendships. Um, You always talk about loyalty in relationships, but friendships, I feel like loyalty is super important. If I tell you something and I confide in you, I want to know that whatever I told you is going to stay between me and you. And that should be unspoken, but right now in society, I feel like it's not. Like, I feel like everybody's just like, You tell somebody something and they run and tell somebody else. And gossip is so huge. I think just where we're at in life in high school, I think that's why. Mm -hmm. And, you know, but and people will grow out of it eventually. But I think in our own friendships, we need to 
prioritize loyalty. Really the golden rule, treating others how you would want to be treated. And I know I need to work on that myself. And I think it says a lot that that was one of the most popular traits that people answered. We posted um, a little question box on our story before we filmed this episode, and almost all of you answered loyalty or like trustworthiness or something along those lines or like not going behind your back and telling people your secrets as one of your traits that you want in a friend or that are like the worst qualities, obviously. And I think it says a lot that we all feel like that's the most important. But clearly, if we felt if we all feel the need to say that it must be lacking in some way. Yeah. And so it's like we all know that it's important. So why isn't it happening? You know, and it starts with us, too. We can't just all say that and be like, okay. You know, now it's going to be yeah. fixed because Riley and Olivia said it on their podcast. And I also think <laughs> it starts with communication between two mm-hmm. friends because if somebody, if you don't communicate that something is just between you two, like, how are they supposed to know, to be honest? Yeah. They might just think, like, to them, they can't see it from your side necessarily. So they don't, they might not know the gravity of it if you don't communicate with that with them. And they might just think that it's another event in your life that, you know, they'll tell to somebody else. But if you communicate with them that you don't want them to tell her that it's just between you two, I feel like, you know, you have a better chance of that loyalty. And I'm a big believer in pinky promises. Oh, yeah. I don't know about <laughs> y'all, but those have seemed to work out for me. So maybe start investing in some in some pinky promises when you tell people stuff mm-hmm. that you want to remain between y'all two. So my biggest one, those, those were both um, very big ones. For me, but I think my biggest one is making an effort for, like, best traits to have in a friend. And by that, I simply mean, like, not expecting the other friend to do all the work to hold up the relationship and be the glue to the relationship. I feel like a lot of times in the past I've experienced this where I feel like I'm the only one making time for the other person, making plans, communicating with them. And that if I didn't text them for a week, I would never hear from them again. Or if I never texted them again, I'd never hear from them again. And I think it just... A, shows almost a lack of respect for the other person because, you know, it kind of shows that you don't really value that relationship that much if you're not willing to go out of your way a little bit and text them and make plans and hang out and follow through on plans. And that's not to say that you always have to say yes because I also think that that's a very valuable uh, trait in a friend is the ability to say no when you don't want to do something because my pet peeve is when people say yes to something and I can tell that they don't want to do it and then it just makes me feel bad yeah. and the great thing I feel like about friendship is that you don't have to hang out 24 7 for the friendship to last and sometimes we do need breaks from each other to be honest and I think that's also where making an effort comes in because communication is a part of making an effort to maintain a friendship and as long as you communicate that with your friend and you say sorry, I'm just really not feeling it right now. I'm kind of going through some stuff or I have just a ton of stress right now. I have a ton of things on my plate. That's okay. As long as you're communicating with them, like you don't have to constantly be with them, but it's about making that effort to keep them in the loop and, you know, not always forcing them to make the plans. And on that note, I think breaks are underrated, whether it's in a relationship or in a friendship, (laughs) because in my head, it can honestly save the relationship. But, you know, it... If y'all are not getting along, it's not going to help to try and stick it out and just argue all the time over the smallest things or, you know, you're annoyed with them every single time y'all have a sleepover. It's okay to take some time from each other, whether or not they're your best friend. And if they ask, you could say what you said and be like, hey, I have a bunch of stuff going on right now. Um, Let's totally hang out. You know, I'm free so-and-so time. And plan in advance. And then, you know, 
when you hang out, you can reevaluate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, I think not even breaks, I feel like that's an odd word to use, but just taking time off. Yeah. You don't need to be with people 24-7 if it's getting exhausting and it's showing in the way that you treat others. And I also think that sometimes when we're with Especially when we have very close-knit friendships and we're with one person all the time, you start to almost become that person, like we were saying, with the five people you surround yourself with. And I do think that sometimes it can be valuable to separate yourself just for a few days even and just remember who you are and take some time to reflect on yourself and just hang out with yourself, honestly. I think that that's a skill that's kind of been lost is being able to hang out with yourself and just like be comfortable being alone like people always say they're they're scared to go out to eat by themselves or they don't want to hang just like go for a bike ride by themselves but I think those are very valuable things as well and I think taking a break can reignite that spark in a friendship too there's sparks in friendships guys (laughs) because in my head that spark is having (laughs) sorry I had to do it that spark is having fun and making each other laugh and if y'all have been with each other for three weeks consecutively, you're probably yeah. not going to have that much fun because you're probably tired of each you're other. You're going to get sick of each other. Exactly. And you're going to run out of jokes and, you know, you need charge to, or you need time to recharge. But I also think that sometimes one of the reasons that we'll, you know, step away a little bit or say no to plans is because we think we're too busy or we have too much on our plates. But also I think sometimes it can be important to step away from yourself and see if maybe hanging out with somebody could be beneficial for that and kind of, A, take your mind off of it, B, help you reassess, you know, like what your plate truly looks like. Because sometimes we think that we're busier than we are. And that's something that I would love to talk about is perceived busyness. Because I think I'm victim to that a lot, where I think I'm super busy. But really, when I look at my schedule, I'm not. I think it goes with that communication aspect, just communicating with that person. Hey, I'm really busy right now. But it would be nice to just hang out for a little bit if you have, like, an hour or 30 minutes Mm -hmm. to go get ice cream. And I feel like, oh, that's also something I have a really hard time with. When people ask me to hang out, I'm like, oh, you know, we're going to spend the whole day together. And that doesn't have to be the case. You could honestly just take a break and go out to eat. Or even don't go out to eat. Go, you know, walk around Target. You don't even need to buy anything. Just go and look at their Valentine's Day section and be like, oh, this looks good. And then don't buy it. That's what I do all the time. And so I really need to get into the habit of reminding myself that hanging out with somebody or spending time with somebody doesn't have to be a whole day ordeal. And that's often why I say no is because I'm like, oh, well, I have this later on in the day and I don't want these times to conflict. They won't conflict. Just, you know, it's okay to be have more than one or two things to do in a day and part of me feels like like I've thought about that too and sometimes I feel like that stems from almost like elementary school because when we used to have play dates it would be you'd go to somebody's house and you would hang out with them until dinner all, It'd be day. An all day or a yes. deal. or if you went to their house on a Saturday you would hang out with them until your parents got home from work and now that you know we're older most of us can drive or our friends can drive or our siblings can drive us places that's not always the case anymore and we can kind of you know just hang out with each other for a little bit we don't have to go to their house all day long and uh that whole day ordeal is what makes us exhausted and makes us need breaks and so if you keep your hangouts to a minimum over time you can spend more time together without 
overdoing it. Um, so another one that a lot of people said on this story that I thought we should touch on is humor in a friendship. Mm -hmm. We've talked a lot about, like, kind of serious things, like being supportive, having basic respect, communicating, making an effort, all those things. I feel like a lot of us think that humor is very important, and I totally agree. I think that also comes with compatibility and the ability to read you. I feel like there's a fine line in the friendships between humor and joking around and going too far. And that's another thing I want to talk about. I got lots of podcast episode ideas. But I think that line is drawn based upon how well they can read you. And different friendships have different amounts of humor and different types of humor humor in them. But I think the way that we can incorporate that humor in a beneficial way for the friendship is by reading our friends and gauging them and seeing you know, when we've gone too far or what's funny in that type of relationship. Because I feel like all of my friendships have almost like a different type of humor. Yeah. And I have a different sense of humor when I'm around different people. And, and I kind of think that's kind of fun. And everybody is sensitive in certain ways, kind of like what you were saying. Mm -hmm. It depends on the friendship. So obviously you can't have this self-deprecating self humor with this friend and do the same thing with yeah. the other friend. I mean, I'm not, if that's your humor and that's yourself, don't change yourself. That's not what I'm trying to say. But if one of your friends thinks it's funny to make fun of each other, that's fine. Do that. But if, don't like carry that over to other friendships because I know for a fact other people are not going to find that funny and they're going to be like, so-and-so is so mean to me, even though you're just joking around. You can't, mm -hmm. it's, it sounds bad to say, but you really do have to form to the people you're around in some cases, and I think humor is one of them. And I think that also comes from the compatibility of the friendship too, because if you truly are compatible friends, it's not gonna feel like you have to conform to somebody else's humor, it's yeah. just gonna feel like that's a part of your humor as well. And I also think that humor can be very valuable in helping us not get burned out and not draining yeah. our social battery, because when you're with somebody all day and it's constantly serious talk or even small talk like we talked about last yeah. time, that can be kind of draining. But when you're joking around a little bit and having fun, that keeps it light and it makes it so that, you know, you want to hang out with them in the future. So I do think humor is a very important aspect I of agree. friendship. So yeah. on the topic of negatives, what's your big negative friendship my negative? My biggest friendship negative, my biggest friendship no-go is exclusion. Whether it's um, intended or unintended, I think that, that is the worst thing to do to a friend ever um, and I think sometimes we don't even realize that we're excluding people, especially when you have either a big friend group or a small group, whichever one, you know, sometimes we think, oh, I want to hang out with just these two people from my friend group and you leave one of them out and they see that. And to them, it doesn't just look like you wanted to hang out with those two people. It looks like you wanted to leave them out. And I think that that can be solved once again by some communication with them and just explaining to them, like, say you were going on a vacation or I don't know, something like that, and you can only invite one person, just explain to them that that's what happened. And I, I mean, that doesn't totally fix the problem, but I think that that can help a lot. And just making an effort to include your friends, no matter how close you are with them, it just, I think it says so much about, like, how much you value that friendship and how much you respect that person. Especially with social media and Instagram and Snapchat. I know growing up, that would happen to me all the time, and I would see them post it, yeah. and it would hurt my feelings so much. I would have rather them told me, and then, like, yeah. when I asked them to hang out and be like, actually, I already made plans with so-and-so today, even though, it, you know, it was without me. I don't care that I wasn't invited. I was, I cared that they lied. 
Yeah, I think it's definitely better to hear it from the person than to see it later on. Yeah. Something else. And so if you are going to do that, at least don't post it. Like, have some respect for the other person. Another, my big negative I have is, it goes along with selfishness, but it's a very specific type. When people, when friends don't want you to succeed, or they want to see themselves succeed over you, that's really what frustrates me because in a friendship I think it should be mutual and I think you should be striving to watch the other one move up in life and And get better. I think it's kind of hypocritical almost to ask for somebody else's support and expect their support when you're not doing the same and you're rooting for them to fail essentially. And um, I think... Like if you're depending on them, at least return the favor and allow them to... Like, get help from you occasionally. Like, it should be mutual. And obviously, I mean, jealousy is a natural emotion, and we typically can't control when we feel jealous for people. And, you know, a lot of times we can take that and turn it around and see it as inspiration. But I think it all depends on the way that you go about it. If you're actively, like, conspiring to take them down and have a malicious intent behind it, that's where it crosses the line into not a good friend at all. But if you're using them... Not using them, but, like, (laughs) taking motivation from them to better yourself. That's a different story. I remember when Olivia and I used to tumble together, I would see her get a tumbling skill, and then I'd be like, oh, man, I have to do that, too. But it's not like I was, like, running in front of her trying to make her fall. I was, you know, taking inspiration and motivation from her and wanting to improve myself as well so that I could be on the same level as her instead of taking her down to be at my level. And that kind of goes with um, healthy competition, Mm -hmm. but it goes with support. You know, you need to support them to have that healthy competition, be a good teammate, you know. And I think a lot of friendships can be born out of a competitive mindset. Some of the the best friendships I have are built because I was like, oh, I want to be like them. I want to, you know, like... And I think it's good because that helps us challenge ourselves. Yeah, to be better. And it also gives your friend somebody to challenge them as well and to keep them... You know, motivated, I guess. I'm a lover of healthy competition. Yes. I think, so I think another um, negative that a lot of people said was, you know, overall going behind your back, whether it's gossiping about you, telling secrets about you, betraying your trust, embarrassing you, whatever it might be. And we brushed on this a little bit, but do you have anything else you'd like to say on that? Any other thoughts I think it just goes back to the golden rule. It goes back to just really analyzing your friendship and knowing the the person yeah and knowing the person and seeing how they respond you can't use this embarrassing humor or like if you have the one victim of the friend group that you just make fun of all the time yes that might be funny in some friend groups but in to this one person that might not be as funny i think putting yourself in somebody else's shoes and being open-minded about it is very important when it comes to that kind of stuff and being aware of how things can affect others, not just yourself. And to gossip and betrayal, I think that just goes back to loyalty. And how where we are in life, I know it's normal to gossip or whatever. But who likes it? Like, I personally, I hear it all the time. And it never makes me feel better afterwards. Yeah. Like, what did I gain from that? And gossiping about other people, at the end of the day, it's not going to strengthen the relationship of you and the person that you're gossiping with. It's only going to, I think, only going to hurt it because what it's built on is negative things about Mm -hmm. another person. There's nothing about you guys that that friendship is built on. And when they realize that, they'll be like, oh, you know, we never talk about anything but other people. 
and it gets boring. You know, at one point you're like, I don't want to hear about every yeah. everybody else's lives anymore. And I also think that when the only thing that they do with you is gossip, or when the only thing you do with them is gossip, it shows that either they or you are not actually interested in the other yeah. person. Because if you're interested in somebody and you truly want to be their friend, you're going to be curious about their life, not about somebody else's. And I can understand people just having that as a you know, response like, oh, I don't have anything to talk about. Let's talk about somebody else or the hottest thing going on in high school, whatever. I can understand that, but I think that's something everybody needs to work on because it's shallow and it doesn't get you very far. If you want to maintain conversation and make it not awkward, talk about something that will keep the conversation going because gossip's going to last for, what, a minute? And then you're like, okay, so what are we talking about now? (laughs) So... If somebody were to go behind your back or, you know, betray one of your secrets or gossip about you or something like that, what is your opinion on giving somebody a second chance? I, okay, I am really bad at confrontation, so I wouldn't say mm. anything in the first place, so I'd already probably you just give them... with the friendship? Yeah, I would already no give them a second chance. No Well, I wouldn't tell them anything ever again. Infinity I would, chances. Yeah, I would just yeah. be like, okay, you betrayed my trust, or maybe I'd tell them something smaller it depends on what secret it is. Like, if it's a little small thing and somebody comes up to me and they're like, oh, I heard so-and-so, like, I heard you did this, then obviously I'm going to be like, okay, it was small, but, like, that shows me enough about you, so I probably yeah. won't tell them anything big ever again, knowing that things can easily get out. And if it, they're a close friend, I might com- or be confrontational and be like, why did you say, you know? Yeah. Like I, and then they probably would be like, oh, I didn't know you wanted me to keep that a secret. So it goes back to communication. But I probably would not give them a second chance, depending on what it is. I do think it depends on, like, the reasoning. Like, I think that's why it's so important to ask people things and ask them why they did things. And, I mean, they always have the capability to lie, but it's unlikely that they're gonna. Because if they truly had a malicious intent, they're probably gonna tell you that. And then you know to break off that friendship. But if they didn't... I feel like I might give them a second chance. Obviously, it's going to take a while to build my trust back up, and you're going to kind of have to re-earn that. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I guess I'm just a fan of second chances in that sense. Something else I also want to talk about real quick before we close out, another one of my negatives, was dismissing values. I have very strong morals and values about certain things, and... If I'm going to have you as a friend, I don't want you to be like, oh, why would you do that? Yeah. That's so or like stupid. College. Try and dismiss something that I believe is right. And obviously, if it's wrong, if it's if I'm like, if I believe the earth is flat, <laughs> yes. Obviously be like, Olivia, here's the proof that the earth yeah. is not flat. But I'm saying like, if I have a certain opinion on something, we can debate it all you want, but don't you know don't just dismiss it and yeah, be like that's so dumb yeah don't dismiss me and be like you're stupid you're dumb and then use it as humor against me oh yeah that's so and annoying. then be like well she believes the earth is flat you yeah. know what i mean so it's and that's it's, just like kind of it's a disrespectful to you but it's also just rude and yeah. not what a good friend does at all and it goes back to the thing to the golden rule like i personally would not have done that to you so the fact that you're doing that to me makes me really angry and it's our friendship is probably not going to last much longer because I'm not going to sit around and have you call what I believe stupid or, yeah. you know. So that's a wrap. Thanks for coming along for our talk for episode four. Um, yeah, make sure y'all just keep an eye out on the Instagram story because we really liked 
you know, getting your thoughts before filming this episode, I think it kind of helped us to include you guys a little bit more, which is definitely something we want to do. So be looking out for that in future episodes. Same time next week.